Then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs. Hello, I'm Dr. Clean. Are you worried about shower mildew, but also the coronavirus? Then pick up me, Dr. Clean, today. I work on all surfaces, countertops, porcelain tubs, internal organs, everything. Now, both your bathroom and insides will be spotless and have a fresh lemon scent. Does it work? That depends on who you ask and whether or not they understand science. But don't take it from me. Take it from this jingle. Dr. Clean gets stuff on viruses and does it in a minute. Dr. Clean will clean your body and every organ in it. Lungs, throat, heart, spleen, and all the stuff that's in between. So take a squirt, it won't hurt. Be sure to sign our waiver first. It's Brittany Summers. Talk radio with balls and big ones too. She's unforgettable. are all cloudy and the cat took a squat in the sink you get in your car and the streets are crowded the traffic's a hassle and the bridge is up and you get a flat tire and you run out of gas oh it's just another day it's just another day it's just another day I wish would end You walk into work and your boss is a grouch The workers are losers, the copier refuses to work And you don't get your raise You get off of work and the streets are still crowded The traffic's a hassle and the bridge is still up and Get into a wreck with the church bus and the nuns are bleeding from their ears Oh, it's just another day It's just another day It's just another day I wish would end You get home from work and the house is a disaster The kids are all screaming and the garbage needs to be taken out And you smell men's cologne and it's definitely not yours So you start drinking early to forget all your problems And soon you're plastered, thrown up in the bowl While the men's room is doing 360s around you And you're drooling and big chunk lands in your hair it's just another day It's just another day It's just another day I wish would end So you're lost in confusion You stumble about Wondering why you were born in such a stinking hellhole that you call life So you look for your gun and you hope it's still loaded and you aim it at your head and you slowly pull the trigger and 
The great Mitch Lewis, 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. Hi, everybody. You're listening to The Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live from Florida, where wrestlers and massage parlor hookers are considered essential workers. Now, here is the latest Florida numbers for confirmed coronavirus cases and deaths. Oh, that's right. We're not allowed to know. They're being suppressed by the Trump Lickspittle up in Tallahassee. Well, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we don't know. Well, there's numbers out there, but they're all different. Sometimes it's 50 dead, sometimes it's 500 dead, 5,000 dead, or maybe six dead. They don't know. They're not being reported. Not to mention the people who died because they're afraid to go to the hospital for unrelated causes of the virus because they're just afraid to go to the hospital. If they have a heart attack, well, they don't call 9-11, they just die. We don't even know what those numbers are. No. Thank you, de-Satan, you douchebag, you. Now, I learned something interesting. You know, everybody binge-watching Netflix and uh, Amazon and all that. I noticed something new. The ratings for movies has changed. Yeah, they added something. First, let me tell you that when they first started rating Hollywood films, it was 1968. And originally, it was just M for mature audiences. Those were the first rated. I think the Catholic Church had a lot to do with that. So they had M ratings and then uh, X ratings, of course. But I think the R ratings came along in the 70s. And then you had uh, G-rated general audiences and all that. Uh, But I saw something new this week. And it was, uh, even television shows will say, the following program contains violence, language, and partial nudity. You know, violence, language, nudity. Normally that's what you see. On the disclaimer for network television shows or, or uh, film. But they added something to that. Now it's profanity, nudity, violence, and smoking. Oh, yeah. Smoking. We are timid children, aren't we? People in this film smoke. Because <laughs> I was watching, uh, binge-watching... Uh, the new Netflix series, uh, it's only like eight episodes, but it's called Hollywood. And uh, I'll tell you what they should add to the disclaimer. That's where I saw this. Beware before you watch. People are <gasps> smoking. They should add to it that what you are about to watch is very gay. Very gay. Of course, Hollywood uh, was back then. It's a fantasy film. None of it's true, but that part was. <laughs> they just capitalized on that alone. Yay. But latest reports from China uh, concerning the coronavirus, they say that smokers in China were least receptive to the coronavirus, or, and they were most invulnerable to the virus. Now, China, everybody smokes in China. They don't care over there. Everybody smokes, and those who did smoke a lot probably to chain smokers, it's uh, reported that the coronavirus doesn't like tar and nicotine. (laughs) Well, good news for me. (laughs) I smoke. (laughs) So there you go, all you finger-waggers out there. Smoking's very bad for you. 
Well, I've got a lot less chance of catching coronavirus than you do. <laughs> but on a serious note, <laughs> I'm actually going to take a break here. Uh, yeah, a real break. For real. Uh, I'm not going to go uh, abnormally long for this segment. So I just want to let you know in advance that what you're about to hear is a legitimate break. It is not a comedy bit. This is serious. And uh, the honor has been bestowed upon me to promote Feeding South Florida because it is an erstwhile organization that does fantastic work. And uh, I'm going to do all that I can to promote it locally on these airwaves here at WWNN. So uh, stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll be right back, as Merv used to say. Just stay tuned! Hi, this is Britt Summers, here to tell you about Feeding South Florida. It's Florida's leading domestic hunger relief organization, the largest and most efficient food bank serving Palm Beach, Broward, Miami-Dade, and Monroe counties. Feeding South Florida has distributed nearly 51 million meals to over 700,000 individuals, including children and older adults over the past year. And since our COVID-19 response began, Feeding South Florida has hosted over 250 drive through food distributions. Feeding South Florida has partnered with Amazon.com to deliver meal boxes to homebound older adults in Palm Beach, Broward, and Miami-Dade counties. If you're able to, please donate today at FeedingSouthFlorida.org. And thank you for your support. That's FeedingSouthFlorida.org. And now, more of viewers truly Brit Summits. Real excellence in broadcasting. Excuse me, sir. Huh? Coffee, tea, chemotherapy? <laughs> no, no thanks. Maybe later. Hi, <clears throat> I'm a smoker, and while most airlines are turning away my business, I'm glad there's a new alternative for people like me. Smokers in the event your cigarettes go out, a plastic mask will drop down, dispensing exhaust fumes directly from our engines. Strap it around your face and inhale normally. <laughs> ah, that's good. So listen, if you like to smoke and you gotta fly, go with the airline that's like an ashtray in the sky. We put the tar in tar We put our heart in your heart attack. It's no joke when you're going up in smoke. your local cardiologist for details. The Brit Summer Show. Let's start the fun. Turn the jingles on. Now, I'm not like the kind of guy who goes infringing on other people's rights. It's not my business. What you do is up to you. Why some folks care is beyond me. I thought this country was free as far as what anybody else likes to do. I like to smoke. Helps me relax. And I'm aware of the cancer and the heart attacks. In the meantime, I'm as healthy as I can get. But these sheep new laws are getting me pissed And I'd like to strangle the son of a bitch That tells me not to smoke my cigarette Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette Smoke, smoke, I don't care if I smoke myself to death I don't give a crap what you say Now get the hell out of my way Cause I'm gonna have another cigarette now you can't smoke in most restaurants, sports arenas, or even bars. It's the most fascist agenda I've seen yet. 
I don't need any judgment passed on me by some sanctimonious ass just because I'm smoking a cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Smoke, smoke, I don't care if I smoke myself to death. I just wanna have a little fun, so get your hands out of my lungs, cause I'm gonna have another cigarette. The ones who scream the most, it seems, about how dangerous cigarettes can be are smoking weed. Gee, I guess it's okay for them. So if you want any more anti-smoking laws passed, let me bend right over and you can kiss my ass, cause I'm gonna have another cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Smoke, smoke, I don't care if I smoke myself to death Now get the hell out of my way or else I'll blow smoke in your face Cause I'm gonna have another cigarette You're listening to the Brit Summer Show and props to Judge Emmett Sullivan Oh! Yeah, he told Bill Barr to cox a hoist Two guilty pleas and, and it is absolutely Trump motivated They want to get him off They want, probably wants to reappoint him to his uh, cabinet this Michael Flynn, not to be confused with Joe Flynn, who wasn't very good at swimming. And uh, Judge Sullivan said, No. In fact, I have some audio right here. Once he heard the news that Bill Barr was going to drop all charges, Judge Emmett Sullivan said, Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, will this be resolved by the time this show hits the air? I, I don't know. But that Dr. Richard Bright... He's very bright. He's another one that stood up to this. You, you, the thing is with Trump and sociopath bullies like him, it, the way you handle them is you stand up against them. You let them have it with both fists. <coughs> like Weijia Jiang. Forgive me if I'm pronouncing it wrong. I think it's Weijia Jiang. Uh, who, you see what it's like, my, my fellow Democrats? You see what happens when you... When you grow a spine, you see what a spine can do? Because that woman has a spine. That woman has bigger balls than the entire Democratic Party. Giant bowling balls. And that's what it takes to stand up to somebody like Trump. To not take his crap. To push back hard. And then they, and then they get flustered and they walk away like he did. That's how you handle scumbags like him. They don't know any other language. I mean, uh, you, you see Democrats nuancing the politicking and all this. Uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You got to come right out and just smash him across the face. Verbally. Don't take his crap. And Dr. Bright, he wasn't about to take his crap. So when you give the bully the upper hand, They'll just keep on going. But if you smack them with your hand, they don't know what to do. And that's what Democrats have to learn. Are you listening, DNC, uh, with the upcoming election? Are you paying attention? The splinter Republican groups are producing these ads against Trump. They're not Democrats. They're Republican groups. Where are you, DNC? Okay, there's a couple of nice Biden ads that I'm certain were paid for by Bloomberg. And that's fine. They're good ads. But the Republican ads are calling him out as a treasonous terrorist. They're having, they have no compunction to say whatever they want to say. I think it's called the Lincoln Project. Very good ads. But Democrats, you, you got to stop being sissies. You just got to. 
These Republicans, Trump and his uh, lickspittle followers, they see anybody recoil in fear? That's just what they want. You're feeding them. You have to fire back. You have to push back. You have to not take their crap, smack them down good and hard, and then they'll go away because they don't know how to react. And Trump's behavior at that press conference with the... We should jang, if I'm saying it wrong again, forgive me, uh, Caitlin Collins, defending her. Let's say goodbye, everybody. Gotta go. Bye. Because they run. They run. You turn the light on and the cockroach scatters. That's what you gotta do. I know the democratic way is to just like reason and try to rationalize and try to sit down and discuss these sort of it doesn't, it doesn't work. It does not work. You got to throw big bowling balls at their heads. It's the only thing that works. They're that stupid. You want to rationalize with them? They don't understand words. You want to try to reason with them? They don't understand reason. They don't know even how to spell it. They'd probably be R-E-E-Z-O-N. It's impossible. Forget it. They're branch David or branch Covidians. I like that. Branch Covidians. It is a cult. A cult. A fucking cult. That's what's left of the Republican Party, except for these groups that this Lincoln Project. I don't I don't get that. Well, you wanted them. You voted for them, Lincoln Project. Now what do you what, what are these ads? They're great ads. I mean, they're really pummeling the old bastard. But what's your motive for this? Yeah, we want to get rid of them too. What do you got besides voter remorse? How about helping us out and voting for the Democratic candidate this time? That would help. There's an idea. But if this whistleblower hearing this, uh, Dr. Brett, by the way, I mentioned before, there's a doctor on the West Coast named Dr. Brilliant. Imagine if those two teamed up. You got Dr. Brilliant and Dr. Bright. It's brilliant and bright, and it helps to shine your stainless steel. Brilliant and bright. But he didn't back down. He said what he had to say. And it was one, a couple of typical Trump lickspittle Republicans were there. One in particular, uh, I don't know, I saw him for the first time. His name was Larry Buckshaw from Kentucky. K-Y for short, as in the lubricant. Larry Buckshaw, was, and he should change his name to Larry Contradiction, because he, he opened up his questioning with, well, you know, I'm a cardiovascular specialist, and I've been a doctor for over 35 years, and he started talking like a foghorn leghorn, old son. I tell you, I tell you. And <laughs> it seemed like the, the primary objective for the Republicans there were to uh, promote Ring, ring. Hello? Yeah, push the chloroquine. Pitch it really hard. And that's what they were doing. And that was my only disappointment with uh, Dr. Bright. He just didn't come right out and say, well, very simple. It kills people. It stops your heart. But he didn't say that. He, he Again, he nuanced it. Like, eh. Still, he took a stand. That takes guts. That takes a spine. Oh, Democrats. That's called a spine. It's called a spine, Democrats. Please, grow one. 
It's the only way we're going to survive this, this rabid animal that's stinking up the White House and probably urinating in every corner of every hallway. You know who I am? Get out of my way. I'm going to urinate here. With this uh, Larry Buckshawn, I say, I say, he was going into what a fabulous doctor he was. I'm a cardiovascular surgeon. I know all my stuff. And let me tell you something, boy. Anything that's on the shelf that'll help my patients, I'll give them. <laughs> he starts rattling off unlabeled products that he said, if it helps, I'll try it. Why, well, I can even melt down a, a Butterfinger bar and a Clark bar on a test tube, put it in a syringe and inject it in their eyeball. If they live, hey, it worked. What do you need testing for? If our Lord God Trump says to drink Clorox and uh, inject Lysol, I'll say go for it. If it works, what do you need testing for? What's all this testing? That's one doctor. <laughs> Anybody? Li- I don't have any <clears throat> listeners in Kentucky. Oh, thank God. Uh, well, I, I do have listeners in some very strange places, but I don't think any in Kentucky. Well, I, you need the Internet for that. You need Internet and shoes to listen to this show. <laughs> so that rules out Kentucky. Yep, 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 boop, boop. God, that Southern accent. So if you need a cardiovascular surgeon, there's one guy to say, No! No. <laughs> You don't want him to be your cardiovascular surgeon. <clears throat> well, let's see what I got up here on the shelf, boy. <laughs> Why, it's an old box of salvo detergent discs. I can just grind them up here in my mortar and pestle, and I'll uh, make you swallow it and eat it, and uh, you'll be fine. Just get, go on your way back to the coal mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doctor. Buckshot, <laughs> Doctor Buckshot in your ass. Oh, ho, ho, ho. It, it, that's one doctor and the other doctor. <clears throat> if you needed brain surgery, you you would not want to have Ben Carson. <laughs> Even though he got lucky one time, that's not enough for me. Anybody who has a portrait of himself, he commissioned a portrait of himself with uh, Jesus's hand upon his shoulder. Uh, no, not for me. Not for me. But perfect for HUD, right? Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh. And then it turns out, with all of this back and forth about the lack of testing, which there is, and not the, so much the lack of testing, but actual effective testing, which that we don't have either. They do in Europe. And now with his insane type of spin, like he's trying to spin the amount of confirmed dead, he's spinning, he's been spinning it as a, it could have been worse. Well, that's a nice, safe, and convenient spin. Because no matter how high the number gets, they're predicting 147,000 by July. I say it's going to be higher. Maybe a, a couple of hundred thousand. It could go to 300. It could go to a half a million. And then he's safe no matter what he thinks in his head. He's, he's safe. And it could have been worse. Could have been more. I'm, I'm claiming victory here. We have prevailed. We have won. Yeah, okay. He's just, he's just. And now he's spinning the, the tests. If you have a test, that's a case. No. Yeah, but that's what he's saying. Anybody has a test, that's a case. No. When you test, you have a case. When you test, you find something is wrong with people. If we didn't do any testing, we would have very few cases. You're a case. A mental case. 
We're not going to get testing in this country. Not, not like we need it. The tests that we do have are faulty to boot. And I suggest this. If you do get a test, if you're fortunate enough or wealthy enough to uh, acquire a test, uh, instead of negative, it should say, yet. But mass testing isn't going to happen anytime soon in this country. But we're the greatest country in the world. We're exceptional. We're the, except we're the most exceptional idiots in the world. Because everybody's doing, everybody has a plan. Everybody's focusing on this pandemic. Their numbers are going down. Our numbers are going up in the Midwest, where they're denying it's happening. Little explosions here and there in the Midwest, in God's country. Yeah. Where their governors, like, what is it? Uh, the one who looks like Michelle Bachman in South Dakota. But there's only like, okay, there's four people live in South Dakota. She doesn't want the numbers to come out. Uh, who's the other? There's a couple more Republican governors. Uh, nobody's dying here. Nothing to be seen. Uh, well, they're going to pretty soon. They're going to have a lot of vacant property. And same for this where I live here. People are starting to. I went to Publix today. I did my weekly thing. People, they're still wearing masks and gloves. But as soon as as soon as next week hits, uh, because uh, our inbred slack jawed moron governor that uh, the villages love so dearly he said monday flat is open for business so that means the gloves come off the masks come off and then a lot more people die including kids oh yeah those were early estimates remember only the elderly get offended. No, 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 no. unfortunately no uh, i was hoping the villages would disappear but that's not going to happen the villages. Yeah, Ron DeSantis, he's our guy. Let's have a golf cart parade. The villages. Oi! You put them in there. You put them over the top. Those extra votes were all from the villages. And they're going to hand it to Trump again. It doesn't matter. We could have John Kennedy running for president again. It doesn't matter. They'll vote for Trump. Roosevelt could rise from the dead. Every great Democratic president can rise from the dead. In this state, flawed, duh, Trump would win. Why? Because of the villages. And I'm getting pretty sick and tired of hearing, well, uh, Broward County's the bluest county in the state. We're a blue county. There's five out of 67 that are blue. What about the rest of them? What a dumb thing to say. Now, Florida's going to be in the red for many years to come. Unless, of course... There's a little COVID-19 explosion up there in the villages. Oi. I guess you won't find any kids in the villages. Trump and the rest of the Republicans want to open the schools. Open the schools, uh, maybe not this year, but for the beginning of the next semester. Uh, well, when you put a whole bunch of kids together, and most parents will tell you, if you got kids, you've got a disease bomb. Whatever's going around in school, they bring it home. But right now, the kids are at home, at least here for now, sequestered in place and taking class via the Internet. They're all online. And what happens when they go into their schools, when they're all congregating in the room there? What are they doing? They're all online. I ask you, what's the difference? You look at any school today, all the kids are on, well, they're not on their phone, they're on a laptop. So it doesn't matter really, does it? Except that the Republican motto for their 2020 campaign is 
You will all die. Even children. Yeah, they're all upset about the fetus, but once it drops, they say, You will all die. Hey, that reminds me, if there's any Christians out there who say this, Well, I'm a Christian, but I'm not like that. I'm not like that. I am a true Christian who has accepted Jesus into my heart. I am not like those people at all. Sorry, kid, but yeah, you are now. You're a member of that club. And when I say club, I'm talking about club like the Branch Covidians. The Christians now, the Republican Christians, it's okay by them to hope for other people to die. Because remember, that's the Republican slogan is, You will all die. And the Christians agree. Because they'll go to church on Sunday and get forgiven, cleansed of all their sins, and then they can go ahead and sin again all they want. Because they know uh, next Sunday they could go to church and get forgiven of all their sins, and then they could go sin some more. It's a very convenient way of life. So, no, sorry, any Christians out there saying, this isn't me. This isn't anything I believe. This is, I'm, I don't know any of these people. I would never say what they're saying. I would never agree to this. You, you have. You're, you're done. Your credibility is down the toilet. <coughs> this is your credibility. <coughs> and you might as well sign on to the rest of your tribe and say, You will all die. Yeah. You're a Christian. Christianity, my ass. I mean, you're just like Trump. Trump's like, that people don't die by his hand. They die by his inaction. They, de they die by his media. Like it was estimated, I guess, I th last I saw, it was 340 people uh, went to the hospital for poisoning from Clorox, from bleach, and from Lysol, injecting it into their veins. Which is reminiscent of Doe. Remember Doe? Yeah, he was otherwise known as... Marshall Applewhite. Yes, he was the leader <laughs> of Heaven's Gate. Oh, does that ring a bell? Ding, ding, ding. No. You know, this the Trumpers, the uh, Trump lick spittle, they're the Heaven's Gators, the uh, hail boppers. They set up this stupid... It, it wasn't weird. It was dumb. It's kind of like what the Trumpers are. Just dumb. Oh, the Hell Bob Comet. It was 1997. The Hell Bob Comet was going to pass Earth like it does every 100 years or something like that. When this guy, Applewhite, going by the name of Dope, he, um, he put together this cult where you had to wear sneakers and lie down and take some poison and die when Hell Bob passes over to Earth and then you'll go on the Hell Bob Comet. We. Well, if that doesn't excite you, well, <laughs> it excited these people because uh, 21 women and 18 men, they died. I'm dying over here. Yes, they all died from poisoning because of what this guy, Applewhite, otherwise known as Dope, said. People need to be led, led by the nose. Not everybody, but there's a small segment of our society that needs to be led. They have no independent thought. They have no way of critically thinking for themselves. They need to rely on especially Fox News or whatever comes out of their AM hate, Ray Didlio. Yeah, this is like 
<clears throat> the uh, Trump lick spittle, like our governor, he's a heaven's gator too. He, if Trump told them to just wear sneakers, lie down, and take poison, they would. Like Jim Jones, like any other cult leader, they would obey. And that's who we've got for a governor. Yeah, the hell be bop balula. Oh, that's right. Uh, Little Richard passed away. Well, that was a different comet. That was the wop bop a loop bop a lum bam boom. Hell bop comet. Hell bop comet. Hell bop comet. That's the place for me. I got my brand new Nikes and I'm ready to die. A poison jello with the rest of the guys. We're going to a spaceship that can't be seen. Our souls will be taken by a particle beam. Castration is the only thing that bothered me. You gotta sit down to pee. You know I think the poison is affecting me. It's the hail bop comet for me. We're turning you on. Go, go with Truth in Radio. The Brit Summers Show at thebritsummershow.com. Blue hands waving at me. Nothing but blue hands on my TV. Blue hands under blue sheets. And they got Nikes on their feet. I never saw the house smelling so nice. Now I'll have to lower my asking price. Nothing but containers lying on beds. All of them weird, all of them dead. Yes, blue hands waving bye-bye. Going to Syria's. Seriously die. Just do it. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. I'm going to get into Ahmad Arbery in just a moment, but while it's on my mind, something very cute. Uh, I was asked by somebody if uh, I ever met Freddie Mercury. Well, I, I can't say that I have, but uh, my answer was I did once own a Mercury Cougar. And then I was thinking about, do you ever have those cars in your life that you wish you still had? That's one of them. 70 Mercury Cougar. 351 Cleveland. I think it was rated at 300 horse. Black on black with, uh, get this, chrome Krager wheels. That's one of those. I didn't have it long because I got a good price for it. But that's one of those cars I wish I held on to. Uh, it wasn't a pony car. Uh, by that time, Bunky Nutson was blowing up Fords really big, and that, that was a pretty good-sized car. Maybe you can hear Skippy in the background? You hear him? <laughs> now he stopped. Okay. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, yeah, Richard Burr. Hey, how's Richard Burr doing? No, that's a different Burr. I'd much rather have Raymond Burr than Richard Burr around. Wish I would trade places. It's interesting, HBO has a... They're doing Perry Mason. I don't know when it's starting. But it should be interesting because the original Perry Mason books from the 1930s, from actually 
dating back to the late 1920s. Perry Mason's been around a long time. And the original character of Perry Mason, he was portrayed as a irresponsible drunkard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a bit of a lout, let's say. And uh, if you watch the uh, TCM, now and then they'll run the old Warren William Perry Mason movies from the early 30s. By the way, who was the biggest star of the 1930s? <laughs> it wasn't Clark Gable. It was Warren William. But nobody remembers him because he died young. He died in like, like right after World War II of cancer or a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, he was in the top five. And no one remembers Warren William. But he was one of the first ones to play Perry Mason. And he played him as a goofy, drunk, playboy-type uh, nutcase that somehow won his cases. Uh, and I'm, uh, the previews for the new Perry Mason look as if that's what they're going to go with, the original characterization. And I, I don't know, it's going to be interesting, but, I mean, how can you top the Raymond Burr series? I mean, that, that is the ultimate Perry Mason. And and Stanley Gardner was, was sitting there the whole time during production, so evidently that's what he wanted it to be, too. But initially, no, he was a, a goofball drunk. I know it's hard to imagine, but well, I'm curious to see what HBO does with this. And speaking of HBO, uh, last week I was talking about Plot Against America. I, I hope any, uh, some of my listeners checked that out. I'm not going to go into it again, but I forgot to play a bit. It just escaped my mind. Uh, because it's a, a what-if type of a movie, you know, because Charles Lindbergh wins the 1940 election. I'm not going to get into it again, but what-if was the bit I was supposed to play, and I completely forgot, so I'm going to play it now. And now, another edition of What If. Today, what if Janis Joplin were an Avon lady? May I help you? Tune in next time when we'll ask, what if acne scars were attractive? Wow, Keith Richards, what a hug. When next we ask, what if... You have been listening to The Bert Summer Show, and this concludes the first half, which I do believe will be on Saturday nights, but you may hear the entire hour throughout the schedule on WWNN um, sometime. I don't know. Wherever they need a hole to fill, that's where you'll find this show. And in some cases, I'm just the hole to do it. So I don't even know if I have to invite you to the second half or not, but... I'm just going, maybe they're just doing a half hour on Saturday night. I don't know if they're doing the full hour. If you know, let me know, because I haven't heard not a word. But it's on there. Oh, it is somewhere. If you uh, stay tuned long enough to find out. So, uh, no, I don't have to invite you to carry over to online, because most of you are online anyway. And maybe that's coming up in the second part of this hour. I'll, I'll talk about the, uh, well, it was fun the first time, so maybe I'll do it again how many people are listening, where they're listening to this show. <laughs> uh, according to my go, go daddy stats. 
which they won't leave me alone. The bills are paid and they won't leave me alone. Say, would you like to buy this? Hey, how about how about buying this? You want to buy that? Leave me alone, go daddy. Just uh, leave my site there and let me update it every week. Okay, and I'm, I'm done. You get your money. Thanks to the kind generosity of my listeners. So if this is the half hour version on WWNN, uh, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you here again next week on 95.3. 96.9-103.9-1470-WWNN.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.
Thank you, Ernie. And uh, just a reminder to my audience out there, if you have any requests for any of my bits that I have on hand or offhand, I'm happy to play them for you. And uh, Ernie knows that, and that's why he asked for this one. Good time on your radio with the Brit Summer Show. Freedom of speech. At your request. I have no pants on. I'm dancing in the nude right now. I'm shaking round the wonder world. Watch how it wiggles when I jerk. It's weaving and wagging. I like to watch it lobbing up and down. I shake my legs with my happy feet to make my button mushroom work. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now. Now do you like it when I swing it around? Yank it, yank it, baby And let me show you how it works Yeah Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on Come on, everybody take your pants off now Yeah, well, for all you know, I'm not wearing pants now and uh, probably never will. <laughs> You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. And not to be a Debbie Downer, but uh, say, you know what the latest dance craze is in this country? It's called lynching. Yeah! With a full endorsement and license from our president. God, it, it makes me nauseous to call this insane fat pile of pus a president. Uh, hey, Lincoln Project, four years ago, thanks a lot. What are those uh, those great ads you're running? What are those apologies? I'm still trying to sort all that out. Yeah, we got lynching now. Ahmad Arbery, out in, uh, jogging, minding his own business, jogging, and he was jogging while black. So uh, these uh, two uh, hillbillies uh, shot him. And the guy filming it, uh, what was his name? Oh, <laughs> William Roddy Bryan, but everybody calls him Roddy. <laughs> Is anybody as sick as I am of, of hearing Southern accents? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. If they talk like this, that means they were born and dropped on their head by their sister, mother, father, aunt, or whoever their inbred parents be. You're all fake news, because that's what Trump says. You're all fake news. What's real news? Oh, Fox News, of course, and One America News, yep. I'm a redneck. We like people driving behind us to know what our beliefs are. Yeah, you, you're the ones that uh, <laughs> think this is a joke. Okay, yeah, go ahead, catch the virus. Please! 
please catch the virus. Because you are a virus, you southern hillbilly hicks that commit crimes like this. And for, what was it, 74 days? Get away with it. Well, it is Georgia. And outside of living in Atlanta or the Marietta area, which is like kind of like the real world, there's like a little island of modernity there, of civilization. Everything around it. And, and I, I don't want to hear this about Augusta. Oh, you got to see Augusta. It's beautiful. Oh, Augusta. That's Augusta, Busta. Yeah, no thanks. No. Bunch of hell. It's just a, a endemic of generation upon generation of inbreeding. And you see these, you see these, uh, Gregory McMichael and, and his son, Travis. Yep, I'm Travis McMichaels. They're in a mix. My crowd mick friend. No reason at all. Outside the guy was black. They just shot him. That's it. And they showed this to uh, the orange douchebag. What, uh, Trump supporters, what, what did he say? And you probably are proud of him. Yeah, it could be a... Fake video. I mean, we didn't see the whole thing. We don't know. We're not sure what happened. In other words, he's happy that happened. These are his very good people that he keeps referring to. Yeah, this was Brunswick, Georgia. Any place named Brunswick is not a good place to be, like the one in New Jersey. <laughs> Even Brunswick Records, which which was all a, a mob label anyway. Stay away from Brunswick, except for maybe the bowling alleys, which I don't even think those exist anymore. Brunswick, Georgia, boy. Oh. oh, my God. These turd burglars up there. My goodness. Oh. But they'll be the first, I bet you there's a church on every corner. Jesus. Jesus. They're very good Christians up there. <laughs> Unless you happen to be black. Then it's okay to... The Klan is in full force... It hasn't seen this kind of popularity since the, the 1900s, since the 1920s, when it really reached its height. And then all of them crawled back into the, the woods around World War II. Nobody wanted to hear from them. Early 60s, they started popping up again. But then they kind of like crawled back into the shadows again. This guy comes along and here they are, the clan, the very good people, because that's his base. If you're a Trump supporter, you are in that, for lack of a better word, class of people. Just uh, single-cell amoebas. Brainless, thoughtless morons. No higher than, than a cockroach. Because you're inhuman. And to be a Republican these days, you're inhuman. To even be registered as a Republican, you're an accessory to mass murder. And that's what these guys are doing, McConnell. And Trump, eh, so the number's not big. Eh, 80, 90, 100,000, eh, could be worse. Could be worse. Those are human lives that didn't have to die. The only reason those people are dead, and those kids, by the way, the only reason they're dead is because this fat orange demon sat on his ass for two months, wrote it off as a hoax. Now the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus, you know that, right? Coronavirus. They're politicizing it. This is their new hoax. That's right, it's a hoax. Right now at this stage, there's almost 90,000 dead people who would argue that point with you. And you're going to see that with spikes in the Midwest, with all of his uh, loyalists, all of his little lick spittle followers. 
It's going to spike. Let's wait till after the summer. You know, they're predicting that number to go up to, to the 140s and the 150s. It's going to be there. And here in uh, paradise, in the prestigious uh, South Florida area. Not so much South Florida, but really up north. Up in the Ron DeSantis area around there. Yeah, they're, they're going to they're gonna die. I, I guess, but th- that could be the good news. A little bit of karma. It's a hoax. It's a joke. <laughs> Look at you wearing a mask. <laughs> and he's liking the number. The higher it goes. In his little warped, abnormal brain, he's liking the number. He wants it to go higher because in his little brain, he thinks it's just Democrats. Uh, minorities. He wants it to go into the millions because he can't say millions. He says millions. He's liking that number. He wants to see more die. And much as I like Chris Cuomo, this uh, William Roddy Bryan, the guy who videoed it from his truck, uh, he was on there with his uh, Mr. Haney attorney. <laughs> Mr. Haney attorney. Well, I can't do Mr. Haney, but I sure can do Sam Drucker. Well, it looks like you're going to go to jail, Mr. and Mrs. Douglas. And uh, <laughs> they were on uh, Chris Cuomo. And it was like he could have came right out and just said, what were you doing there filming this? How did you know this was going on? You just happened to stumble upon it? And they never really answered it. His attorney was saying, oh, well, he's just a, an innocent bystander. He's an innocent. He witnessed uh, what was going on. How did he know? Of course, that may never even come up, but I'd like to know. What the hell was he doing there with his, with his phone making a video of it? And, and Chris Cuomo's like, he did the same mistake that every TV pundit head does when they have a guest on there. They don't call them up on a carpet. They're, just, it's, they're thinking in the back of their head with every question that they're asking. In the back of their head, they're thinking, don't lose access. Don't lose access. Don't piss them off. You want access. Access. Access over journalism. And that's not just him. It's all of them. They don't want to say anything off color to lose access to any of these great scoops they have on there. Like when there's a presser with a Trump. And, uh, I mean, I, I got to hand it to the reporters lately. They've been uh, growing a pair, like I said earlier in the show. But just once in a while, when he says, and many others say, or others have said, and I've heard it by many, many people. When he says things like that, at least some reporter, when you ask him, and who are they, sir? And who are the many people, sir? Who are you referring to, sir? Those aren't nasty questions. Well, to him it would be, but it's not a bad question to ask. Who are you referring to? When he calls them fake news, ask him, what do you consider not to be fake news, sir? Nobody ever calls him up on that. Of course, you know what his answer would be. OAN is very kind to me. Oh, Um, one American news. It's a real cheap. John Oliver did a whole thing on it. I think it was backed by a... Trump supporter billionaire, but it looks like a, he only gave him like 50 bucks to do it. It's really cheap and bad. All they do is kiss his ass, and uh, that's enough for him. So he would say Fox or OAN, but nobody stands up. You got to stand up, and you see what happens when you do. As I said earlier, he just gets all huffy and walks away because he doesn't know what to do. 
Yeah, so they're, they're all uh, confused in Georgia. They're not sure. The attorney general was quoted to be concerned. They're concerned. <laughs> what concern? He was lynched right there on video. How long did it take for the bombers? The 1963 church bombing where three little girls died. How long did it take for them to bring those bombers to justice? And when I say bombers, I do mean terrorists. Those clan terrorists. 35, 40 years? So they're going to drag their feet on this one, too. Bunch of hillbilly cornholers up there in Georgia. Oh! Out in the country past the silly little sign Is the back door lounge near the county line The guys start a-humping every evening when they're not going down <laughs> They're Judy Garland on the jukebox Virginia Slims to smoke That's where the gay cow pokes Do the poop shooting boogie Oh, oh here we go, do si -do. Come on, baby, let's do the poop shoot X like circle jacks, come on, meet me out back. We're gonna boogie. <laughs> I said, I bend down, reach around, go to town, poop shooting boogie. <laughs> Tender said, hey cutie, what'll it be? I'll have a shot of that florist there looking at me. The dance floor's swishing and it's hot as Richard Simmons' thighs. Transvestites and booty boys, there ain't no straights. Nobody has to masturbate. They doing a poop shooting boogie. <laughs> oh. oh, here we go, do -si do Come on, baby, let's do the poop shoot. X like circle jacks, come on, meet me out back. We're gonna boogie. <laughs> I said, I bend down, reach around, go to town, poop, shoot, boogie. One more time. I said, I bend down, reach around, Hershey bound, poop, shoot, boogie. <laughs> All right. Right. Thanks for tuning in to the Brit Summer Show, your weekly podcast, a radio broadcast thing. And I also neglected to thank all of the new listeners for tuning in. Uh, welcome. And I, I'm glad you enjoy the show. Will I have another show next week? Again, it's always a mystery, isn't it? But eh, we'll see. I've got my hands full here. You know, it's funny. I keep hearing about all everybody who's uh, self-quarantined. Uh, the, the big complaint is that well, all I have to do all day is sit around and watch TV. Not me. I got this show to do. I've got to do uh, home health care at the same time. And as a update on that, if, you, if you're following it all, uh, my roommate is slightly, ever so gradually, improving. And the doctor diagnosed it as advanced aggressive psoriatic arthritis. Sjogren's uh, disease and... Uh, not so much, a little bit of lupus, but primarily it's that. So it's something that it takes months to recover from. She will recover. In the meantime, I cut her food and uh, do things to uh, help. And it could be another month, but uh, again, like I tell her, just think you could feel fine and you still won't be able to go anywhere. So timing is everything. 
That's the way I see the world from here. Until next week, this is Brett Summers saying, the new RNC slogan should be, you will all die. I expect you to die. I'm dying over here. This is the most disgusting program. Yes. I urge everyone to complain to this station. I'll tell you what, good brother. I would rather listen to you fart and hear a pretty girl sing. Don't ever do it. Okay.